Okay, I'm recording. I hear me. Do I hear you? I don't know. Do you hear me? I do hear you. And the little the little meter things are saying you're there. Woo-hoo! Okay. All right. I'll I'll do that thing where we start. Welcome to the In the Game Room podcast. This episode is totally unscripted, impromptu, and unexpected. We're just going to babble. I'm here with Chris. Hello. <laughs> and I'm here with me. Hello. Um, we have no idea what we're doing. We don't have any, uh, what do you call it, agenda or anything. We're just talk- agenda. talking nonsense. So what are you working on? Which I don't. What? I don't see that any different than what we normally do. Now we usually have something written down and then we just don't follow it. Right. Right. So, so now we have so, nothing you know, written down and we're going to follow it. That's right. That's yeah. right. So uh, what am I working on? Yeah, what you... uh, recent, before last weekend, I was working on my uh, black, black seas, black seas. Yeah. Black seas. God, I keep wanting to call it black sails, but <laughs> anyway, the big sailboat game. And messing with my islands and, uh, you know, painting up ships. I, it was crazy. I, I started painting up a, a, what I wanted to call a pirate ship. And when I was done, you know what it looked like? What's that? It looked like a Spanish ship. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I painted up a bunch of little Spanish, com- Spanish companion ships to go with it. So now I've got a, a Spanish fleet. Um, and then I did more research on what a pirate ship should look like. And it's basically just like a, a brown merchant ship yeah, that yeah. happens to have pirates on it. Right. So, um, and then the other thing I've been researching a lot and I haven't dared do it yet, but, um, there's a solo companion, um, on uh warlord site that you can do a, a ghost ship. Oh. I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh-uh. But, um, yeah, so let me see if I can get to the website real quick, but it's a, it's a ghost ship where you're, um, where you basically, the, the captain of the ghost ship is some dead guy and, and it has, it's not predetermined moves, but it's, uh, it states that he travels at this speed at all times and he does everything he can to run across your ship. And when he does, he steals some of your crew and you suffer damage because of it. Right, right. And then he also shoots cannons at you, and you shoot cannons at him, but he's more vulnerable to fire. You give him more damage with fire. I watched a YouTube video of it, and it was very fascinating. And I saw the ship that the guy was using. Um, and I thought, God, that, that's, that's pretty cool. And, you know, you could obviously have someone play the ghost ship. Right. And it's usually two or three ships against you know, the ghost ship, because the ghost ship's pretty powerful. Um, and it kills you as it runs through you. And so it just seemed, it just seemed like a really fun game. Um, and so I wanted to paint a ghost ship, uh, but all the ones that I've seen, they just, they look like green ships and I want it to look different than that. And so I'm trying to figure out how to been looking at old paintings of, of mystic ships mystic tall ships and doing a lot of Google research. And, you know, unfortunately my painting skills aren't that great. So, and then my ability to translate a picture onto, onto a a miniature isn't also that great, but 
you know, I'll get to it. I was going to, you know, just not do the clear coating stuff that I do in between stages to keep the paint stuck. Uh-huh. Um, I'd probably just paint it and then just be careful. I'd use a mount to, to move it around and not hold the ship. So I'm not rubbing off the paint. Right, right. Um, so that if I didn't like it, I could take some simple green and a toothbrush and just scrub it all off. Right. Right. Um, See, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe you've got some ideas. I think if I did a ghost ship, it'd probably just be everything black. <laughs> I'd just be done with it. Yeah, and I thought about that. It's like everything black with some gray highlights or something and then some tattered up she- uh, uh, sails yeah, and stuff, yeah. which I, I wanted to ask, have you had a chance to order direct from Warlord uh, UK yet because no, to get the, the, the bases and the sails? I have not yet. I mean, I, I can. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I can. I just, uh, I just haven't. I haven't. It's been too crazy. Busy. Uh, no but yeah, I'll, I'll get those guys pretty soon well, that sounds yeah, no like, that, no sound, that sounds like a fun thing though to play a solo game against a ghost ship right and, and and like i said the rules were really easy i was watching the guy play it um the rules looked really easy and it looked kind of fun to be able to just play this game by yourself and i'm trying to find it on the website right now and i unfortunately i cannot so the um, so the ghost ship itself is is it's not a physical thing. It is actually a ghost ship. So it like will pass through you. Is that right? Oh, okay. All right. That's kind of cool. Which is yeah. It, it's it's really it's really neat um, because when it passes through you, it, it steals your your um your crew, and so you suffer some damage from it. Oh, nice. Um, when it does that, and yeah, it's it's just it just seemed like like I said, it just seemed amazing. Um, how they how they put it together and and uh, made the ship operate without another player. It's right. basically it always tries to hit you. It always fly. It always sails at this speed, and any chance it gets, it shoots at you. And so, really, it's kind of like really easy. If those are the three or four simple rules that you have to follow, like I don't I don't see it being difficult at all like i said i watched the guy play this game for 45 minutes (laughs) on youtube and it was fascinating enough for me to watch that so that that says something about your life right no (laughs) doubt doesn't it it absolutely does um but yeah so it just it just looked really neat it looked fun um and like i said is you could you could ultimately have someone play the ghost ship and kind of do that if you wanted to play with two folks Right. Um, and have a bunch of ships chasing this guy down. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just, like I said, it was really neat. It was, it, it just seemed like a lot of fun. And in this, you know, current environment that we're in, um, it certainly seemed like a, a good thing to do and a fun, a fun little adventure. And yeah. Cool. And I've been painting up my third rates, first rates. I don't know the bigger, so I guess they're first trying to figure out, are they first? Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the biggest. It's the, big, it's the bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Other than, other than the, 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 the signature ships, um, it's those. Right. Right. You know, the, it's the victory and, and all of that. It's, it's not that one. It's the other one. Right. So it, and it, they're huge, dude. They're, they're a lot of fun. Um, they're pretty, pretty as with their size, they're pretty easy to build. Um, 
So, yeah. I've still got that. Uh, I've got that USS Constitution sitting on my workbench still, and I just I want to build. <laughs> I want to build it, but I don't have anybody to play with. So, um, right. So I so I haven't. <laughs> yep. No, I, I'm I'm with you, and I'm I'm trying to figure out if I want to paint my my victory like a victory or paint it, you know, just however I want to paint it. Yeah. Um, I don't know yet. Um, because that's one of the things that I've realized, like I'm half tempted to paint up, paint up like a pink ship or a purple ship or something like that just right. to have fun with it. Right. Right. Um, because you, so, can. you know, and I'm right in, you know, I'm not a rivet counter and, and all of that. It would just be fun. Right. Those, those islands you made came out pretty cool. Dude, that water effect, holy crap. That was so easy, that uh, Green Stuff World splash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, that I'm, was really easy. I've got a lot more of that on order. I think I only ordered about like five bottles last time, and they went. So I've got another 15 or 20 coming. Yeah, because that, that stuff, I don't know. I, I, that That's a very, that's a hidden gem right there. I basically used... Um, a paintbrush and, and pulled it out with a paint with a paintbrush and just painted it on, you know, just, just like, it's like glue. It's like, right. you know, it goes on kind of like glue. And then I put it on and go all the way around. And then on my second pass, I'm giving it some little flips to the say to the, to the waves and oh, okay. just some little tips and just kind of tapping it across the top. And then I left it. Um, it dries clear uh, pretty clear so and I didn't want clear so then I primed it and then painted it dark blue did a heavy dry brush with light blue and then a light dry brush with white right um and then and then put blue uh wash on it it was done that was it oh cool it went it went really simple yeah when I get some it more of that really in I'm, I'm gonna try it on something I'm not sure what but I just want to try it and see how it works And I thought I'd, I'd probably try it because it because it's pretty stiff, like a like a you know, like an Elmer's glue. It's even probably stiffer than that. Um, that I'd probably try working on some bases uh, for bolt action with dudes running through it and build like a splash effect. Oh, like with yeah. my IJA, my IJA, I've got a couple of guys that have one foot down and the other foot in the air like they're running. And so I thought it'd be kind of cool to like you know build a base of sand or, or, you know, like a river bottom or a puddle bottom or something, and then build up a splash effect from where they're running. Oh, that would be, real, um, that would be really cool. Yeah. So I thought that'd be kind of neat. I got to figure out how that's going to work. I'm probably going to end up destroying one of my miniatures doing it, but Hey, you know, when you got 250 <laughs> IJA, you could probably afford to you could lose have one. 249. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I thought, you know, that, that's, that's kind of neat. Um, and uh, and it was fun. Like I said, it was super easy because I'm not, you know, I'm not great at painting. I'm not great at doing anything. You know, and, and what's right, right? <laughs> that's true. That's very true. And you know, it's crazy as you told me. You said you should you should do some added flocking and and kind of blend it in. And I tried it, and those islands look like crap now. So oh, I got to no. figure out what I'm going to do. Oh, don't. So I, the, the islands that look so nice, they're they're now now I got to figure out how to you know how I'm going to make them look right. Oh, there's there's a lesson. It's too late. It, go ahead. There's a lesson there. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I could have just left them alone. Yeah, they were fine. <laughs> 
there's a hard line, but so what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. You'll figure it out. So, and then with uh, what coming of last weekend and us kind of making the decision that we're not going to Disney World, we're not going to go on a vacation, we're going to do a staycation, we decided to um, amp up our backyard. Oh, nice. uh, you know, trick it out a little bit. So we're doing an outdoor entertainment center and and a uh, little outdoor kitchen area and doing little things to the pool. We're considering getting a slide and stuff like that. So oh, that's cool. You know, just just some fun stuff um, just Out- to kind of make it nice at a nice at home. An outdoor gaming table, maybe. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then Jack, for some reason, he he found my old. Uh, force and destiny book from ffg it's a star wars role-playing game uh-huh. and so he's like let's make characters so <laughs> we did that and now we're doing a little force and destiny campaign with some star wars characters oh that's cool so I, yeah i've actually had for the first time in about 30 years i've actually had a little bit of an itch to do some like role-playing gaming it's funny because like i totally make fun of role-playing gamers all the time but right. I was thinking back to when I used to used to play a game called Traveler, which is a science fiction role yeah. playing game. And it was so much fun, you know, but I mean, it was literally almost 40 years ago now. But I went out and re bought all the books and everything. And I'm looking at them going, oh, oh, did these, you really? yeah, I was like, these are cool. I want to <laughs> play this again. And here we are locked down with no friends. <laughs> role playing does not work in sm- very, very small no. groups of one. No, no, it doesn't. But, and I was thinking, like, it, it, we could probably try and and do something um, with a GM or, and and role playing, but we could do it, you know, on Skype or 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 Zoom or something like that. Because you really don't with it, with role playing, you don't have to be face to face contact. Right, right. Or if you'd get your yeah. shit together and get tabletop simulator, we could do all kinds of stuff. Well, it doesn't run on. I don't. I don't own a computer, dude. I've had. I've had a work computer for twenty years. You know, computers are. I don't like, even know. They're like twenty dollars now. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, they probably are. <laughs> well, yeah, little, I could go get a Chromebook or something. Yeah, or a little Windows Ten HP shit box. Yeah, it'll probably work. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but then if it doesn't, then I've got a. Yeah. Windows 10 shitbox. That <laughs> doesn't run tabletop simulator. It doesn't run tabletop simulator. Yeah, I guess that would suck a lot. Uh, oh, that well. would suck a little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, oh well, I can dream. I just sit here on my tabletop simulator creating boards that we'll never play on. Oh, is that what you've been doing? Yeah, yeah. And then I, I downloaded all those uh, scenarios from the pod, from the Snafu guys that they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty cool, all the Stalingrad scenarios. Did you ever get your snafu dice from them? Of course I didn't get my snafu dice from them. They hate me. What the hell? I don't. They totally hate you. <laughs> they haven't mentioned GameCraft miniatures on their on their uh, podcast in, like, two episodes. I know. It's crazy. I, I must have done something oh. to piss them off. No, I'm kidding. I know. God. They're good. They're good guys. It's, it's Dale's fault. It's all Dale's fault. I know it is. Probably. <laughs> I did get uh, I did get T-shirts from the Chicago Dice guys. They sent me some T-shirts with the, that logo on that says "War Games Are for Everyone." Oh, nice! Yeah, I, mean, I paid for them, but um, I was supposed to oh, I was supposed wow. to pick them up at uh, at Adepticon, but you know, Adepticon got changed into Adepticant. Oh, 
So right. we didn't do that. So, but they, they sent them to me. Uh, that was, uh, Andrew sent them to me. He's a cool guy. So I've got a couple of those that I can wear to a convention if I ever go to one again. Nice. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. Have they officially canceled, uh, everything? The one out by you? Um, actually the, the Nashville one is the only one that has not been officially canceled and it really trips me out because, um, it's, it's like the last holdout and, you know, Gen Con's been canceled, Origins is canceled, everything's canceled. But for some reason, the Tennessee one, they just keep going on like it's going to happen. And it's, it's kind of annoying me because I think it's going to be like the last minute they're going to say, okay, it's canceled. And, you know, I'm already registered as a vendor and everything, and I, I need a little time to get ready. It's like, I don't want it to be canceled, but if it's going to be, I want it to be canceled now. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to wait until... You can not prepare for it. Exactly. I don't want to wait until a week before it's supposed to happen and find out it's not happening. So it is. So it's a little annoying, actually. So in a strange way, I'm kind of hoping it gets canceled because I, I you know, want to kind of not put off the inevitable. But they're... Right. They're, uh, it's, or you spend a week trying to get everything together and then they cancel it. Yeah. I guess that's the uh, that's that Tennessee spirit. Like we're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. So we'll see. And then there's that question: like, yeah. if 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 they do go on with it, do I really want to be there? I mean, is it is it safe? Right. Is it is it a good idea? I mean, you're old. So I'm old. You know. Yeah. Have, yeah, I'm just, I'm just. That was old. just for you, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but and then you know, yeah, it's just there's so many questions. Or do do I chicken out, or do I say no? This is business. I got to go do it. You know, it's I want to be there. I want to be representing. You know, like I moved to this state. You know, and this is my first convention here. So whatever. Yeah, you want to, you want to, you want to be a part of of whatever's going on in your yeah. community. I want to represent yo. Yo, yo. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's going on. I don't know. It's all up in the air through through at least the end of the year. I think the biggest the biggest gaming convention in the world in, in Germany, I think it's called Spiel Essen or something like that, that was canceled also. So and nothing okay. happened. So. Yeah, I, I heard they canceled Comic-Con. Yeah. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, you know, first time in like forty nine years or fifty years or something like that. Well, same thing with Gen Con. This That's huge. Gen Con would have been their fifty second or fifty third year or something, and it's wow. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. That's a lot of money to those areas. Oh, huge, huge! All those hotels and restaurants and rental car yeah. companies, everything. And the small businesses that support it. Oh shit! Yeah, the uh, the food trucks that show up at Gen Con, man, they wait all year for that. Is that that one in Indy I went to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was there. There were food trucks all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Not this. Not this year. Not this year. So you want to know what I've been working on? No, I'm not really interested, but I'm sure everybody else is. All right, so that's the end of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> and when I say everybody else, I mean Mike. <laughs> yeah, the, the two or three other people that are listening. <laughs> right. 
Oh, I've been uh, oh. I've been working on uh, winter Germans for Bolt Action, and uh, I think I mentioned once a couple of episodes ago that working on those Star Wars miniatures kind of got me in the mood for doing snow bases, and uh, right. and then I opened up the box of the winter Germans, and I was like, oh yeah, these will be fun. And uh, so I've been working on those. The the basing on them is really, really cool. I mean, that's the fun part. The miniatures themselves, um, I've actually I've actually kind of turned around on my feelings on metal miniatures because I used to hate metal miniatures and prefer plastic. Right. And still, I think generally I do. But the winter German box of plastic winter Germans, funny enough... Um, they're very boring. They're all they're all standing, or walking. They're all wearing the the great coats, of course, because that's what they wore. And um, you know, you build forty of them, and even with different arms and different weapons and things like that, they really do all look the same. There's not there's not a lot of a lot of variety there. So, so I opened up a pack of the winter German metal. I think it's called the. Uh, support group it includes like hq and a mortar and a panzerfaust a panzer shrek and a medic and something else and they were all metal and that brought in some you know some variety to the thing it, different different parkas different poses you know different characters things like that and then there's another winter german box blister pack of metal miniatures i think it's just like infantry guys but it's again a lot more variety so i've been working on those like crazy and then and then i'll get back onto the plastic ones and then i'll mix them all together and i think it'll look fine but i i think if you just did a box of 40 winter german plastics it would be pretty boring they just they'd look like they'd look like clones from star wars you know there's there's no prone or anything no no Nope. And that's, yeah, that's, oh, wow. that's another problem. And I bought, I bought some prone light machine gunners from, uh, oh, what's that company? They do metals. Um, Empress? Sh- no, it wasn't Empress. I can't remember who it was now, but I did buy a couple of packs of prone light machine gunners because guys walking, carrying light machine guns looks a little ridiculous to me. I think they should be laying down shooting. So I so I did a few of you'd, those. You'd kind of think that that's what they should be doing. That's what they should be doing. Yeah, they should be using that damn thing to kill people. So I have a few of those mixed in as well. So I will have some prone guys, and, and the ones I've done so far and finished and based and everything, they look really cool. I'm using that uh, that snow from uh, Citadel. Uh, it, yeah. has, it has a stupid name, like all of their <clears throat> paints do, but it's, the, it's right. the snow that Citadel makes, and it's really easy to work with. I'm putting it on the base just in patches because I didn't want to cover the entire base. I want it to look um, like patchy, wet, you know, miserable snow, which is what right. what it was. So I'm putting it on in patches, and then I'm taking a wet paintbrush and just kind of like feathering it out and making it look like mushy miserable you know shit snow in stalingrad so they're so they're looking pretty are cool are you doing the same thing with the mud around it is making the mud look kind of wet and sloppy i haven't 
finished that yet. Uh, what I'm going to do is with some just some clear gloss on the mud and and yeah, like, oh, okay. like at yeah. the like at the edge of the snow. I think I'm going to do that at the final end, and that'll make it all look kind of you know wet. But because uh, I still have to I still have to spray the uh, guys with the final clear matte coat. So right. after that, I'll go on with the gloss around the snow and make it all look all wet, and it'll be cool. So, so that's what I've been doing. And foot sore? No, damn it! No, no I, not that one either. If I could just remember. Well, as soon as we're done with this, you'll remember. Of course. Um, I'm I'm looking around to see if I have the package. God, who makes those things? You know what? I have a computer in front of me. I'm going to tell you right now. I just have to go here. How much did you pay for that computer? <laughs> <laughs> it's a top of the line iMac, so let's not even. Yeah, well, that's not even. It's a work computer, so what do yeah. you expect? Okay, so I I know I bought them from North Star Figures in England, but they're not. They don't make them. And here's my order. Bringing up my last order. And I'm going to say the name, and I'm going to be like, how did I not remember this? Oh, for fuck's sake. This takes forever. <laughs> it's not Perry. Artisan. Art Artisan. Artisan. Artisan right. with a Z. Yes. Yeah, they make uh, Germans in gray coats with MG42s. And that's what I got. Nice. Yeah. The last order I got from them, I also got the Soviet... Uh, Soviet dudes in snowsuits for a buddy of mine here who's doing winter Soviets. So once I get done, I'll just have to make some kind of snowboard and we'll just fight each other in the snow, I guess. You could do some, uh, what are those, the, the skiers? Oh, the Finnish guys? Yeah. I, you have some of those. I've got a couple of packs of them somewhere and I just I never did anything with them. That would be kind of fun. Those are just about the only people that don't suffer a movement uh, a movement uh, penalty in the snow because they have skis. They're yeah, sort of they des they're designed for it. They're expensive skis, but they're skis. Yeah. So that's that. I don't know what else I've been working on. I think that's about it. Well, I 3D printed about a million buildings for, for my... Uh, yeah, how's that table going? Uh, I've got all the buildings I'll ever need done. I just haven't, I haven't put any paint on anything yet. So, uh, so it's not, nothing's happened since, since I quit printing them and nothing is going to happen until we get moved into the new shop and I can start, you know, actually physically building the boards. But and uh, do you have a, a firm date on when they're going to be done with all of that? No. No, not, nothing's ever firm in the construction business. <laughs> but Have they broke ground or anything? They're um, actually tomorrow. The uh, the I almost said prospector. The uh, surveyor is going to be out there put, okay. putting in the the accurate stakes in the ground to mark out where the house goes, and then next week they start working on the foundation. And then apparently things are going to move really fast after that. You know, the framing takes a couple of days and then, a, you know, a couple of more days for the roof. And then and then all the hard work starts, the plumbing and the electrical. Now, is it is it a raised like is it on like stilts or is it it's not a gonna full be, platform? It's not going to be on stilts, but it's going to be on a raised foundation. 
and the nice. and the property slopes down as it gets towards the river. So at the front, it's going to be about two or three courses of concrete block. But then as we get to the back of the house, it, that could be six or eight feet. So the back of the house will be, oh, up, wow. you know, high off the ground. And there will be a deck there, and it will be overlooking the river. So fabulous. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, are you, are you doing a 360 deck? Uh, no, the deck is just going to be across the back. Then you say you're doing extra deck? Um, okay. Well, there's, there's, there's porch around the front, the east side, and the, and the back, the south side. Um, so it'll be a wraparound porch, but there'll be a deck beyond that in the back. Uh, on the on the riverside nice There's, oh that's yeah because it's two floors you're right you're right yeah. I, i'm in a 360 porch yeah no it's it's yeah, yeah. three three-sided three yeah whatever wrap wrap around yeah almost all the way around <laughs> yeah so yeah it's uh yeah, it's all happening and i've been working on the the shop on the same property and that's coming along so it's it's all good so, nice. so yeah, I've been working on that too. So that sounds awesome. That's going to be great. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, it'll be good. And I've actually gotten in a couple of games lately, which is really bizarre. You know, during this whole COVID nonsense, but we've uh, yeah, because you've got friends now and stuff. Apparently, yeah, two anyways. <laughs> These two guys I met in like February, right after I came back from the convention in LA, and uh, we met at a at a game store to play a game of bolt action, and then immediately after that, the game store closed. You know, because reasons. Right. And then like months went by, and we're like, okay, we're all healthy, and you know, all three of us, and we're bored. Let's play at Alan's house. So we've actually had a couple of bolt action games, and it's gone very well. That's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Now, I remember when you, I think it was February when you got back, is when you were going to play a game of um, of Black Seas. Yeah, that was at another hobby shop. That was at the, uh, the Hobby Town USA. We had a group that played there on Tuesdays, and they just shut down right away. And they stayed shut down. I, I know they were using clear bases. How did that work? Because I think that was a question I asked on the on the podcast: is how did they how did the clear bases work on the with movement? You know, because you got to use the template and everything. I I'm trying to remember now. Um, I think the guy put the template kind of on top of the base. You know, and okay. snugged it up to the boat, and then turned the boat. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. Just turned the boat. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it worked out fine. It's it seems like a lifetime ago now, pre-COVID. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, uh, stuff we're dealing with at work is is we have you know pre-COVID, COVID, and post-COVID. <laughs> now we're not post-COVID yet, but we are planning for a post post-COVID. Um, you know, what is that going to look like for us? Yeah. Yeah, so that closed that that store just closed down completely for months, and now the store is reopened, but they haven't reopened the gaming area yet. They don't want that kind of they don't want that kind of uh, gathering Traffic. yet. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I stopped by the store a couple of days ago because I was looking for something, and they have the floor marked out. It's like you have a path you have to follow through the store. And it ends with you going out, you know, by the register and out the front door. It's just like 
keep moving in this direction. It's, it was really weird. It was just like a, I don't know. It was just, it was just really weird. Like you couldn't just kind of dilly dally and browse and go back and forth. It's like, do what the hell you came here for and get the hell out. Keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> and folks, that is COVID-19 customer service. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, it was working. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Did you buy what you needed? No, they didn't have it. <laughs> no. So that's the other thing. I think they're having trouble getting things from suppliers, like everybody is. So you go in there and the store looks right. half empty, you know. Yeah. Damn. So that's uh, that's about it. Um, campaign Stalingrad is out, and we have it. That's kind of something. We're going... Have you cracked your box open yet? I didn't get the, the big battle box i just got the uh the the, the book the this you know the uh campaign book oh you didn't go for the box i ordered it but it wasn't available i don't i don't know oh, I don't, so I just don't, the book is out yeah i don't know why so i got the book and the and the miniatures there's there's a whole launch bundle they put out for retailers that included some new vehicles and some new uh, uh support army groups some metal miniatures what i what i really want is that that little sniper nest with the fake dude sitting up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, I guess that's gonna, that, that's what I want. That's that's in the big box, I think. So, yeah, and I think uh, I think when talking to Warlord uh, Emiliano, he was saying that's the only place it's going to come, and it's like uh, that's a bummer. I don't want to spend. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It is. I think that box is in the three hundred dollar range. I think. That's a lot of money to spend for one miniature. <laughs> right, that's a lot of money for. I mean, I'm not, I'm not above spending that kind of money for a miniature, but. <laughs> but we'll have to figure something that's, that's out. A, we'll have to break one open right. and and, and uh, sell off the pieces or something. Yeah, you're probably probably going to have to. Yeah. Damn. But, but I've been flipping through the book. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm not really that into, you know, the scenarios in any of the books. I just kind of throw miniatures on the table, you know, how we do, and just play. Right. But there's, right. Some, but there's some cool special rules about, you know, snow, and there's, um, there's some special rules in there about digging in, which was a, a big thing there. You know, they would just dig foxholes, dig trenches or whatever, and then just sit there and, and just wait. So there's... Um, and that's in the book? Yeah, yeah. And I actually think there's, I'm not sure, but I think there's actually a mistake in the book. When they when they talk about digging in, they say that when you're dug in, it's treated as if you're down. It's like, it's a minus two to hit. However, you can also go down while dug in, which, if I'm understanding correctly, would be a minus four to hit, right? Hmm. So you're dug in and down. Um, but the book says says here, uh, the benefits of being down, let's see, uh, a dug-in unit counts as down when shot at, so minus two. If the unit goes down while dug in, the benefit of being down are doubled. And then it says, i.e., minus two to be hit. I think that minus two should be minus four. I think that's a, I think that's a typo. Well, I think, I think what, they're, what it's possible that they're saying is that dug-in doesn't require an order die. Like once you're, when you use your, right, you use right. your first order die to go dug in and then your second, the second time you use that unit that is dug in, you can fire. Whereas when you're down, you can't fire. 
Right. Well, yeah, dug in, dug in is a, is a setup thing. I don't think you can do it during the game. I think you set up dug in. So, so I think. And you just dug in until you move. Yeah, until you move out of that trench or whatever. Which it, it it addresses that later. Like you can move out of it, and then you should mark that location in case you want to come back to it. But mm. I think uh, I think digging in and or going in and out of a dug in position is is just a move. But yeah, I'm still not clear on. So if you set up dug in, you're at you're at a minus two to be hit. If you set up dug in and then you pull an order dice and go down, I think you're at a minus four to be hit, which is almost impossible. Oh yeah. But uh, but according to the I manual, I don't think you can do that. What's that? I don't think you can do that. Yeah. I, well, you'd you'd have to roll sixes on top of sixes. Yeah, but, super uh, sixes. I don't think. I mean, even then, is that is that possible? It's possible. It's hard, but it's possible. No, I mean, I know, I know, super sixes are possible, but I'm thinking like I'm trying to do the math in my head, which you know, good luck with all of that. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if if you could even hit with super sixes on that. You, oh, like you know, physically, like a, a unit that's down and dug in. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be standing over the trench to shoot, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's. So there's that, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's interesting. It's interesting. It's something to to look at, and I'm sure they'll probably come out with a clarification if it's necessary. Oh, and there is a rule about digging in during a game. I think it. Uh, I don't, I'm not gonna sit here and read it out right. right now, but but there is a. There's dug in during setup. There's dug in vehicles. Dug in versus preparatory bar bombardment. Dug in versus anti-tank uh, assault. So there's a lot of stuff in here. One of the cool things about the uh, the Germans, they get uh, they get boats, they get uh, rubber rafts hmm. as a new a new transport vehicle. So now, do they work on land? Uh, no, they don't work on land. They work in water. Surprisingly hmm. enough, but. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever played bolt action on the water. No, but in in Stalingrad campaigns, there's a lot of rivers, and you and if you're going to play the campaign, you got to cross the river uh, to get over there. And even in the book, there's some pictures of the Germans in their rubber rafts. So I know a guy that's making a rubber raft miniature, and he will be oh, really? and will be releasing it very soon. Yeah, mm. it's in the book now. You can have them, and they'll transport like a dozen guys. It's kind of it's, it. It works like a transport. It's just it's basically a truck. Is it a good looking mini? It's a rubber raft. I mean, it looks like a not like a Zodiac. You know, it doesn't have a pointy bow. It's yeah, it's yeah. it's a standard sort of oval yeah, shape kind of. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. pretty boring looking, but I think I did. But I mean, the minis and everything look good for it. Uh, um, I don't think anybody's done any minis for it. I'm going to use uh, oh, okay. I'm going to use Rubicon's uh, German tank riders. I think they're the perfect thing for it because they're like sitting. Nice. They'll be sitting on the on the rubber tube part and stuff. So I'm just making nice. just making the boat itself. And I think in 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 game use, you probably wouldn't even put anybody in it. You just say, okay, my squad's in here, kind of like you do with a truck. Right. You just say, I got 12 guys in this truck. Just believe me. But, but, but you've got to put guys in. I'm going to put some guys in mine just to make it look cool. And I think the tank yeah. tank riders will be perfect. Might make a couple of oars, you know, and things like that. 
So that'll be cool. That'll be nice. Yeah. So that's that. Um, and what are you making that? Are you making that on CAD or with resin or what? Yeah, I did a I did a CAD model and I three D printed the basic shape of the thing. And now I'm adding some details. Going to put the ropes around the outside and some straps and things. And then I'll yeah resin cast them after that. Nice. Um, yeah, it, it'd be cool, and it should be done pretty soon. I mean, what I'm I'm searching right now for like the perfect scale rope that goes around the edge. Like you think like you know thread would work, but it's uh, that's too fine. Like kite string is too coarse, so I got I have to find like the perfect, the perfect string. <laughs> perfect well, don't they don't they have like braided wire that you could use? I thought about that, and somebody else suggested that to me too. And I just, yeah, I've got to look through my stuff and see what wire I have that might work. Yeah, that might that might nice. be the, that might be the answer. I'll get that. Uh, is the string for? Um, uh, yeah, I guess it would be kind of too big. I was thinking the string for um, that they give you uh, in black seas. That might that might be it. That might be the stuff. I'll have to look at that. Because it's, yeah, it's a little bigger than thread, but it's a lot smaller than kite string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Well, thank you. I'm gonna. I'll look at that. That might do it. That's all. You I'm, should have a few rolls of that lying around. I should, because I haven't built any of the damn ships. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you don't, let me know. I know a guy that has a bunch in his in his shop. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll figure that out. Yeah, that might be the answer. Once I get that around the outside and a few little details on, then I'll make a mold of it and I'll cast up like three or four, and then I'll decorate those sort of with you know different backpacks and gas mask canisters and you know different details and then i'll make molds you know it'd be awesome i'm gonna go to rubicon's website i'm wondering if they have dudes carrying something you could have them carrying carrying the, the raft carrying the raft that might be cool i don't know if they do or not but when you see the uh, when you see the german tank riders you'll go like oh those guys are perfect they'll be sitting on the side and They'll be, they'll be good. I'll do it. So there we go. Is that under expand? No, figures and crew. There we go. All right. Yeah. They're little pewter guys. They don't look perfect along with like uh, warlord figures because they're true one fifty six scale, true proportions. So they look like little guys. They almost look like Hitler Youth. <laughs> hmm. But they'll look fine with the boat. They'll look good with the boat. So that's uh, that's it. There's nothing new coming from anyone that I know of because everybody's closed. You said there's some new Star Wars stuff coming out, some new Legion stuff. There is. Um, oh, yeah, those guys are going to look awesome. One of the guys looks like he's holding a, holding a row, too, or a, a, an oar. An oar or a row. <laughs> A row. Shut up. As we call them here in America, they're rows. <laughs> That's right. They're rows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're killing me. Um, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think what what they were what what's coming out. Um, well, a lot of their stuff they because of COVID they didn't ship. Yeah. Um, and so they were waiting because they didn't want um, they didn't want stuff coming out to certain retailers and not all of them. So 
Let's see what there was. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't even play the damn game. Man. I collected <laughs> miniatures. What do I know? Yeah, who knows? Well, you know, pe people online are begging for, we want our new stuff. But, right, uh, yeah. which, you know, hey, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see some new stuff coming out and, and, uh, and play them or paint them, I should say. Yeah. But, you know, hey. It'll get here when I, it gets here. I'd, yeah, I've got enough to paint right now. I've got I've got a ton of stuff to paint. I still have my my DAC. Um, I still probably got about fifteen black uh, sea ships to paint, and then all of them to rig, all but one, and all of them to put sails on. But I'm waiting for the sails to come when you when you get. I mean, no rush, right? I'm, I, not a big deal. I'm not ready for them. But when you order from UK and get those. Uh, get those sales, um, that's when I'm going to, that's when I'm going to get cracking lacking on getting my sales up. Cause they've got the red sales and the tattered sales and stuff yeah. like that. So well, the tattered, that's kind of what I'm looking for. Those tattered sales will be perfect for the, uh, for the ghost ship. Yeah. That's what I was thinking is I just use those for the ghost ship. I've just made myself a note so I won't forget cause I've been meaning to, to place that order for a long time and I just, I just get sidetracked so easy. Yeah, well, you know, you got a business to run, and you've been crazy busy. Has it actually dropped off, or was that just one day that it dropped off? It's um, it has dropped off a little bit. I think I think stores are starting to reopen and things like that, and that's fine. That's great. I I, I hope they do well. Um, but while everything was closed, yeah, it was it was nuts. It was just there was nowhere else to get stuff, and uh, we went a little crazy here. But it's. It's tapering off, and it's it's a good time for it too because we we got to concentrate on the new shop and and getting caught up and stuff. So it's yeah, it's it's mellowing out a little. I've got another. Have you I've got have an, you designed any new buildings yet? Uh, what am I working on? Not really. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> I have so many things like sort of half designed or designed and ready, but I just haven't released them yet. Um, that's the, all that's got to wait a little longer until things settle down even more, but we're getting there and I, I got a new guy working with me. Um, so I have two, two part-timers now, so things are turning around. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I liked your, uh, I don't, I don't know if that you sent that to me or if you, that was on Facebook, but the comment you made about. No, I get to do resin casting today because of the view that you're oh, going to get. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, they're going to that's going to be the nicest workspace ever, I think. Yeah, that yeah. looks beautiful. They'll be fighting over resin casting, which is fine with me because I don't ever want to touch it again as long as I live. Well, it's not like you've been doing it for thirty-five years or so. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. So yeah, it's all good. Everything's fine, and. Uh, Finally, slowly getting back into gaming a little bit myself. Well, that'll keep you sane. Or something. Yeah, I hope so. Oh. What uh, What else? What else? Do you know of anything that's coming out for Warlord? I guess that, that, next, the, that next boat game yeah, is coming out, right? The other dumb boat game. Uh, Victory at Sea, yeah. I, I still I, I got the demo pack before the world ended and uh, I still haven't looked at it 
because I knew the game wasn't oh my God. coming. Oh my God, what? You you didn't look at it yet. <laughs> I opened. I literally opened up the box and said, "Oh yeah, the miniatures look like I thought they would," and I closed it up. I was disappointed. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I mean, in the miniatures, the the game could be awesome, mm-hmm. and um, but the miniatures they they come like pre-based. And they've got this. Oh, that's right. We were talking about a, that. Yeah, yes. big, thick, you know, a little more than an eighth of an inch thick base, which is made to look a little bit like water. And then on the edge of the base is the the name of the ship. Um, yep, I see that. And I just I don't like that. I, I like give give me a choice on how I want to base it or if I want to base it. You know, there's right. there's no choice. And um, I to think just you know to cut those off would be a pain in the ass. Um, cause even if you cut them off, you'd be, oh, yeah. you'd be left with, you know, over an eighth of an inch of extra hull you got to sand down or something. So, but like I said, I don't know anything about the rules yet. It could be an awesome game and it might be an awesome game played with, uh, other miniatures. Maybe, I don't know. That's what I'm going to look what, at. What scale is it? It's one eighteen hundredth, which is also weird. Well, because they don't want you to use uh, GHQ other model yeah, kits. GHQ makes a, a huge line of one twenty-four hundredth scale miniatures, which, without even looking at the rules or how it's played, I would think that using GHQ miniatures, the game would probably look a lot better because of the the distances and whatnot. Smaller ships are going to make it look more realistic. Do you know what line that is? What line? What is? The GHQ? Uh, they're called Micronauts. I'm pretty sure that's what they call it. Instead of Micro Armor, it's Micronauts. And they do they do uh, World War II and Modern, and I think they may even do some prior to that. They may even do some sailing ships. I'm not sure. But they have a complete line of, of World War II ships in, in 12400 scale. Yep. I see them now. Yeah, and they're really nice. And they're all They're all metal. So I think the game might be fun to play with those miniatures in that scale without without changing any distances or anything. Kind of like playing, you know, Flames of War in 6mm. It just it looks better. Right. Because of the distances. Oh my god, those things are beautiful. Oh yeah, they're really nice. Really, really nice pieces. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the Japanese. So, yeah. Wow. I'm looking forward to trying it. I'm, I'm just not I'm just not impressed with the miniatures. And some people are probably going to love them. I mean, the miniatures themselves are fine. It's just the bases. I have a problem. Yeah, I have a problem the base. with that. The base takes a lot away. I agree. Yeah, give me give me my own base and give me a choice to put it on or not. But uh, don't yeah. don't don't force it on me. I'm American, damn it! I want choices, freedom. I want choices. I want to wear my mask. No, I don't want to wear my mask. <laughs> I want my freedom. Sorry, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's not, I'm not going down that. Let's not go down yeah. there. Yeah, we could go for another hour wow. on various rants. I was actually going to tell you about an experience I had on Facebook yesterday in the Bolt Action Painting oh, no. Group, but uh, it's it's just going to be a rant. <laughs> Maybe. Oh we'll... my God, I'd love to hear it since it is Bolt Action related. It is Bolt Action related. Well, enough. I can tell you in a minute. I I, fo- okay. I found a, I found a source for some very nice expensive dry brushing brushes it's a, a okay. it's a set of four brushes comes in a pretty wood box and it's 75 bucks so i was Eesh. i was like that's a lot of money for brushes 
So I, so I took a screenshot of the picture of the set and posted it in the bolt action painting group and said, anybody got experience using these? Are they, are they worth the money or is it a, just a bunch of hype in a wooden box? Tell me what, tell me what your experience is. So what do you think the responses I got? I got responses from people that have used them or people that haven't used them. Right. Everybody that responded hadn't used them and they had an opinion. And it's like, oh my God, I can't believe they're charging that kind of money for something you can get at Walmart in the makeup department for five bucks, you know, and that kind of shit, you know. And I was like, like and you've never used it. How do you know it's yeah, that yeah. brush? And I, I kept saying, thank you for the information, but that wasn't my question. You know, <laughs> I want to know from people that God. have actually used them if they're any good or not, or if they're just a bunch of bullshit in a wooden box, you know, because. Brush but it. if you haven't used them, you, you don't get to... You, know. <laughs> you don't get to have an opinion. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, it was just... I eventually just deleted the post. I was like, this is just stupid. You guys are just... You just want something to bitch about, and, and they want to bitch about the price of some brush they've never actually held in their hand. And then I got people telling me that, you know, expensive brushes don't make you a better painter. And, you know, and I'm just like... <clears throat> that wasn't oh my, my that wasn't my question. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a reseller. I'm thinking about bringing these into my store. I want to know if they're any good or not. You know, and they just they couldn't get it. They're just like, they just had to they had to express their opinion on something they know nothing about. And eventually, I just deleted it and said, that's why I went to the Bolt Action International Group. I remember now. Uh, I bet you got some really good results out of that one. Didn't <laughs> I didn't I didn't go there with this post, but. But, oh, okay. But, I know with the international man, you get a lot of good feed. Really good feed. Seems like one is designed to bitch, and the other sorry, the one is designed to come to express their negative feelings, <laughs> yeah. and the other one is designed to actually feed you with information Ex you're asking yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was that was my uh, my lesson learned last night. Don't ask people for an opinion on a product because even if they haven't used it, they'll have an opinion. Oh yeah. And and I get it that there are people that will never pay that much for a set of brushes and and or I wouldn't or yeah yeah, yeah and I get that, but um, that's not what I was asking about. <laughs> right, I was asking. My, my comment would be, "Whew, I don't think for me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. That's that, fine. That, that would be about it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, don't pass judgment on quality and you know whether or not it's worth the money. That's that's right. that's subjective, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely subjective. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so I ranted anyways. There we go. <laughs> well, good for you. I feel bad. I'm glad we could be a part of it. Yeah, exactly. So, well, there we go. We're uh, we're over an hour, I think. I think we've uh, done enough of this for one day, you think? Sure. Yeah. If you want to be done, we can be done. Anything else you got to add to it? No, I, I really don't. I haven't had a lot of modeling, um, but it's good to talk to another gamer yeah. that you know isn't for, isn't fourteen years old and <laughs> everything's got to be explained a certain way. <laughs> you know, so it's it's nice. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I always look forward to these. I'm fifty six, and things need to be explained a certain way. Well, that's probably why we work out so well. Right? <laughs> cool. All right. Well, let me uh, right, man. let me end this and uh, hold on the hold on the line for a second. We'll just say yep. 
Goodbye to everybody. Thank you to Goodbye. our Patreon subscriber guy or guys. I think there's two or three. Um, and we'll see you all again real soon. And keep on gaming. <laughs>